1: Here
0: we go, here 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 we go, this is it!
1: This is Top flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow.
0: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what?
1: Welcome along Monday Morning Episode. Apologies for the um, shortness of Friday's episode. Um... Mm we had some kind of technical fuck up where for some reason, parts of my part of the recording were at kind of double speed. So I kind of turned into a chipmunk at yeah. certain points of the episode and it was just That's unsolvable. Good. That's a
0: bit of fun, is it?
1: It sounds good to listen back to it, but it doesn't fit mm. in with the whole, the whole, you know, uh, the whole recording. Yeah. I was, also, I was yeah. being too fast ahead of myself. It was, a, it was a mess. Mm. So we had to chop bits of it, which is a shame because we did a good 10 minutes about bumming. Didn't we?
0: Ah, we lost, we, lost we lost the bombing
1: content, that's a shame. We lost the bumming. we lost the predictions, and we lost Nicholas Ajoula, the uh, the predictor extraordinaire, but we can cover him again later on today, because he's yeah. got lots of stuff lined up for 2021, which probably won't come true. Um, th- last night I uh, tweeted you, Sam, to suggest that you record the film Yesterday's Hero, that was on yeah, Talking Yeah, too Pictures. late, by the time
0: I saw your tweet, I was in bed, but I'll easily locate that film. Well,
1: I've located it on YouTube, so right. it's it's there, um, and I think we should have a look at it, because it's got... And is this
0: Ian McShane yeah. as a footballer?
1: <laughs> it's it's is what's described as a washed-up footballer. Oh, the best sort. Yeah, for a film anyway. So it's Ian McShane as a washed-up footballer. It's got uh, Glynis Barber in there as his on-off girlfriend. Mm. The chairman of the football club that he plays for is a pop star played by Paul Nicholas.
0: Oh my god. And Adam Faith stars in it as well. Is this film more famous? I mean i sort of am vaguely aware of it. It's but what a cast. It's written by Jackie Collins. No. <laughs> yes. I
1: mean we we're should diving have been this. in our
0: top 50 British moments we're, of all
1: time. We're diving this, aren't we? We have to dive oh, this, especially down to it's on YouTube. I feel like I cutting
0: off it. this podcast now so I can watch it immediately. <laughs>
1: It's on YouTube, but I'm annoyed because the resolution of it, it's it's, it's slightly crushed in. It's not I wonder if it's screen. on Amazon.
0: I wonder if it's on I, Amazon it, I looked last time.
1: It was on a couple of years ago, and it wasn't available anywhere else. I actually, on Weird. eBay, I bought...
0: What's it called again, mate?
1: Yesterday's Hero. After I first saw it, I went on eBay, and I bought a copy of the script. A copy of the shooting Did script. You? Yeah, for like 12 oh, there, there's quid. There's
0: a... Um... There's a uh, DVD. No, you can't buy it though. No. Oh, yeah, you can buy the oh no, this is the original soundtrack on audio cassette.
1: Wow, I bet <laughs> that's a what fifty quid.
0: Fucking Now That's so weird. Yeah, it, fifteen ninety eight. I don't I, have a cassette. Player. Like
1: I see, it's on YouTube. I've I've using technology that I've got, I've ripped it from YouTube and I'm gonna try and resize it so that it looks better and then I'll upload it again or put it somewhere but I think it needs to be um it needs to be dived it's really good
0: yeah it sounds wonderful so wonderful brilliant
1: and it's an hour and 35 minutes which is exactly how long a film should be
0: yeah yeah I hate films longer than that I'm <laughs> oh, just not interested not interested so that's yesterday's I mean, what hero what could you possibly it means you're just not well let's not get into it but absolutely stupid to totally. make a film longer than an hour and 35 minutes totally um... Lazy.
1: So we missed the predictions as well, but uh, I didn't even bother to put them on Twitter because I forgot. But Yeah, we,
0: but I would say that we both predicted that Chorley would beat Derby County. We did.
1: We did. I've still got uh, audio evidence of that, if no one believes us. I said 2-1 to Chorley, you said 1-0 to Chorley, and it was... I said 2-1, you said 1-0, and it was 2-0. So we were kind of in between.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think... I don't know, like, I think... Um... Derby's first team were out so it was effectively their youth team wasn't it
1: they've all got the COVID I think yeah it was nice to see Liverpool put their first team out against Aston Villa's under nines as well
0: (laughs) the other (laughs) night bullies (laughs) absolute bullies
1: speaking of bullies did you see Vinicius scoring his goals for Spurs from 8 centimetres out and blasting them both in across the line yeah (laughs) yeah
0: and then he really celebrated like he'd scored the World World Cup winner didn't he yeah it was
1: like an Mbappe celebration thing that he did yeah fantastic yeah That was a good match to watch. That I enjoyed that one.
0: I I didn't watch it. Did you? I I can honestly say I had never, ever, ever heard of the team Marine before. Marine, no, never heard of them. I mean, it sounds like something from the Leniverse, right?
1: It does a bit, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Or from our favourite board game, Football Billionaire.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Have we discussed Football Billionaire?
0: No, not on this. No. Who are your favourite club in football? But football billionaire listener is an amazing board game that we both bought for our sons mm-hmm. for Christmas we by did. coincidence. We didn't. We hadn't compared notes. It just yeah. happened organically, and uh, it's amazing. It's got very, very, very Leniverse vibes about it, it has, because it's made up names of players and clubs and stuff. Me and Len have played. I think played it three or four times. Um, and there are fict- fictional clubs in it of various statures. Yeah. Um, so the top one, the, my only criticism of the game, is basically a bit like Monopoly, but it's football. And you're a club owner and you buy clubs and players and just try to accumulate. It's not so much about success as it is about the accumulation it's, of money. It's
1: kind of Monopoly, but a spin into football, On isn't On football, it? yeah. I mean, it's, it's my and, son's two can- favourite things, which are football and the acquisition of money.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Tailor made for him.
0: My son's very similar. It's um, must be Thatcher's fault, right? Mm. Guessing it's Thatcher's fault.
1: Yeah, it's the second generation Thatcherites. But there's, like you said, there's ten fictional teams in it. I'll read them out because I've just found the the, the mm. tweet I did to you with them Uh Ten teams in the league: Bromley United FC, mm. Finchers FC, mm. Richmond United FC. I'm sure that's in the universe.
0: No Richmond United is in um, Ted Lasso that uh, Oh is it or AFC right. Richmond yeah
1: Right um Bentley FC oh. Westminster FC Regent's Park United FC oh, I Heading, can't see these teams. Headingley City FC no. Ealing FC Putney FC
0: Putney FC is in the Leniverse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Somerset FC Somerset get the whole team the whole the so, whole team for an entire so county the, uh,
0: Andy read them out in uh, in an order that is actually dictated by the game because much like in Monopoly, mm-hmm. these different clubs have different values and the yeah. players who play for them have different values. And so just as Park Lane and Mayfair are the top ones in Monopoly mm-hmm. and um, the bottom ones are Old Kent Road yeah. and is it Whitechapel Road? So what I always liked about Monopoly is Old Kent Road, which is Millwall Territory is quite rightly the cheapest, <laughs> shittest bit of the board, right? Yeah. Um, but in this game, I'm very suspicious because Bromley, which is not slap-bang Millwall territory, but in my mind has quite big Millwall vibes to it. Yeah. Certainly south, certainly bandit country, <laughs> right? Um, they're the top club. Top club in the land is mm. fucking Bromley, as if. Mm-hmm.
1: Well there it is. And
0: and the bottom club in the whole land is Somerset, which does kinda of make sense because Somerset is not a county that you really associate much with football for, is it? All.
1: No, just Cider, mostly.
0: Um, I like um I like uh, I like Bentley because it's not really a place, <laughs> is it? I mean there probably is a place called Bentley, but it's just named after a car. So <laughs> yeah. they're my favourites.
1: So do you think this game is Millwall? Because it's got Bromley United as well, top Well, at 10. first
0: I thought that, but then I noticed that every club manager had an Indian name. Right. If you look at that, you get manager cards because you're like a club mm-hmm. um, chairman, I guess. You're like a, you're an oligarch type figure, yeah. and you acquire clubs. Well, you which in itself is clubs. against
1: the rules. You're only allowed to have one club.
0: Yeah, aren't you? But, but mate. It will, we all know this is the way it's heading. I oh, mean, it's yeah. very prophetic, this game. The so. other thing is, is, that which is another thing that I think is prophetic about the game, is that you acquire managers and players mm. independently of any club. So you, the individual, owns them. And that's another thing. It makes no sense. No, but it will happen. If you think about this game, it, to me, it makes sense of the way the game's heading because the get, only money talks in the game nowadays, as we've discussed before. Mm-hmm. There will be an Abramovich or an Abramovich equivalent, right? Yeah. Who wants to... I mean, Abramovich has sort of done this and so has City through tricky little routes that get around the rules, right? It's also what West Ham got into hot water about well, with regards to I, Carlos Tevez. Yeah,
1: I was going to bring that up. Yeah, but you... Yeah, you but
0: have... just bore everyone for me to go into that. I get so... I get like a, a terrible mixture of Frank <laughs> Lampard and <laughs> I mean, John Timbrell It when is that the archetypal
1: example of what we're talking about, isn't it, Yeah, really? You know, well, you well, mentioned Abramovich there, but no, West Ham did it
0: well, But West Ham weren't West, West Ham, really to blame in that because that was that was the agent owned the rights to... A player. But anyway, um, that's what happens in this. And he, acqu- he acquires managers. Of course, like, you could imagine Abramovich would like to employ on retainer, mm. let's say Carlo Ancelotti, Jose Mourinho and Pep Guardiola, Yeah, right? They're all on retainer. And they're mm. guaranteed. They don't have to worry about contracts or anything like that. They are guaranteed. It's like a 10-year contract on a guaranteed salary but he can place them wherever he wants at yeah. any time amongst all of his clubs around the world. Yeah. Ditto the players. Just own a load of fucking players. And you think, yeah, well, you know, I don't know, Mason Mount's doing all right for Chelsea, but my team in Germany, Hertha Berlin, need a decent attacking midfielder, so I'm going to make him go over there for a few months. Mm. That's what'll happen, mate. Football mm. billionaire is, is, has correctly predicted the future.
1: Yeah. I guess.
0: Dystopian football in future. Do you remember the much lamented, now rested? No, not Sam Delaney's news thing, but an even greater creative achievement of mine: the book Space Robbers, which was serialized briefly oh, God, yeah. on Top Light Time yeah. Machine. The, Very to, popular. To which
1: no one has asked what has happened to Space Robbers.
0: Well, they did for a few weeks, uh, and then they stopped. Okay, but uh, <laughs> that was the veil on your I account. I might do another serial. You which should might it was great. Be,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I might do another serial, which might be a dystopian, f- futuristic football novel.
1: Yeah. Yeah, do it.
0: Yeah? Do it. Yeah, I might see that. This is our
1: playground. It's a blank canvas, isn't it? We'll do what we want. Yeah. Do it.
0: Future football. But yeah.
1: Football Billionaire is fucking great. It's incredibly playable. It doesn't go on for hours and hours. You can get through it in about an hour, just over an hour, I reckon. Um, I've only played it once. We've only had one game on it, but it was enough it's fucking good. We're hooked. Um the wall, we got the wall game as well at Christmas. That's tricky. Oh
0: yeah. It's trickier to play. Lots it's of like maths I enjoy involved. it. Yeah, there's a lot of shit you need to do. It's not just let's just get it started mm. and get going. I've we've played it once or twice, but it's not something that we're running to go back to. The best bit about it is doing Danny Dyer impressions. It's yeah. like an, it's really just a device. For you to yeah. do impressions of Danny Dyer off the but back of to so, each other.
1: Even so, that doesn't quite feel right because it's a tiny, tiny wall compared yeah. to the size of the human. Yeah, you
0: can't stand legs apart like Danny does <laughs> in front confronting it. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it feels so piddling. It's like you'd feel like a bully like I mean, getting stuck into a I, wall like that. I
1: don't know if I've said this on this podcast before, but I'm saying it now. The only time that I ever feel my, my um, heterosexuality quake slightly, is mm. when Danny Dyer says "drop up" and turns away <laughs> from the wall as he says oh. it.
0: Jesus Christ! Yeah, if he said that to me, he said "drop them" and then I and then turned away. I would just, if I was a contestant <laughs> on that show, I, there'd be a big risk that I'd just get confused and just drop my trousers.
1: Totally, totally.
0: <laughs> wow. that's not what I meant, you mug. I bought you a proper western. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Danny. <I'm> confused. <laughs> <laughs> we all get confused sometimes, Dan. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, there um, so, yeah. So I've just had an idea. I'm going to call my future football dystopian novel mm-hmm. "Football Ball."
1: Football ball. It's a it's yeah. a step up from football. Yeah. It's football ball.
0: Well, you know they've done like Money Ball, have yeah. This is like uh, Football Ball. Football Ball. So it's a game based on football. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like next level.
1: It's a fucking ball game, but it's based on it's, football.
0: It's based it's football on football, plus. but it's fucking... Imagine football, but like fucking taken to the next level. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> also, in ter- that's like fiction, but also in terms of... Um, listening ahead to the content we've got lined up for our lucky listeners through 2021. Mm. I also noticed when I look through what popular podcasts are... Um, people love true crime and investigative things, don't they? Yeah. They like journalistic, yeah. investigative things. In a way, you know, as Britain's best journalist, and, and you yourself with a journalistic background too, sort you know, of. you sort of feel as if we're, we're wasting that. We don't do a lot of journalism on this. This is for a different sort of a part of our, uh, yeah. uh, of our life and our world. But I was yeah. thinking, should we just do a little regular item in which we try to – we set ourselves the target by the end of, let's say, Easter – that we get to the bottom of what happened to Princess Diana <laughs> in that tunnel in Paris.
1: We could do, yeah.
0: But no, no one's really ever, I don't feel, given us a satisfactory nah. explanation of what went down.
1: I, I think and Keith I Allen think If anyone Keith can Allen get did. to the
0: bottom of it, it's you and I.
1: Keith Allen did a YouTube film about it, I think.
0: And I oh, think he yeah, got, he got to the bottom you? of
1: it. But then who, who can sit through 90 minutes of Keith Allen? Mm, you
0: know, yeah, very good point. Great actor, yeah.
1: but Jesus...
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I don't know. We'll maybe do it. I yeah. Like to well, no, I the think it's. Of this I mean, you
0: know, Alan, Keith, Allen's had a had a crack at it, but mm. I think that you, you think and I would better. probably do a better job.
1: I, I like to think the beauty of this podcast is that we do stuff that requires no preparation or research whatsoever. Well, which this, is what this makes doesn't it such make because
0: the information's all out there, right? It still it's still, and I'm not even saying it. Don't mm. we don't need to do a search? We know all of the facts naturally in our head, mm. right? Um, what people really want is our analysis. We've got deeply analytical minds, right? Yes. And I tell you what else we have is a deep insight into human nature. What motivates people? Mm, A deep understanding of what motivates people, right? So I think it's just that you and I have never, because we're busy men and we've got lots of different things to think about, I feel as if we haven't, certainly on this podcast, you might have done it alone in private and not mm-hmm. discussed it with me. But I don't feel that we've ever devoted enough time and attention and enough analytical rigour in our brains towards what happened on that fateful night in Paris in 1997.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I did me bit in the past when I pretended to be Diana on Twitter for a while.
0: Yeah, but you, have you I didn't not done offer enough? any explanations. You just said, this is what she's up to now that she's dead.
1: True. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Whatever. Yeah, we'll we'll do it. I suppose.
0: If you if you want to send us some questions about the death of Diana, send them, and we and if we get the time, we will try our best to answer them.
1: Yeah. Okay. Or maybe we yeah. won't. It'll go on the list of things that yeah. we're yeah. In, yeah I'm we're not.
0: Doing. There's no guarantees on this show.
1: Are you shuffling your pack of top trumps again, there?
0: Yeah. Don't do you know want to pick a top trump? I don't know card? if that's
1: audible, to anyone. Um, I'll take the third one from the right this time.
0: Okay, this one here. Yep,
1: That's
0: the second Who's one. that then? Okay. Well, do you want a guess? Do you want a clue? Give us a clue, then. I'm just going to guess. Okay, he plays for France. He has 49 caps, eight goals. He has won eight trophies in his career. His year of birth is 1993. Is it Lacazette? And his top no, and his top Trumps rating is four stars out of five. Um, I give in. I'll give you the opening line of his bio, and then that'll give it away. Signed for a then world record fee by Manchester United.
1: Uh, Martial.
0: No,
1: Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba. And what are his stats?
0: Funny old lad, isn't he? That's it, I've just read them out. Those are the categories on football stars, top trumps. Caps, goals, trophies, year of birth, top trumps rating.
1: Great. Okay, thanks for that. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying
0: message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tics.
1: Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Jalapeño.
1: Um, I'd just like to do and it, what is becoming an occasional feature which I like to call Fuck Off Liam Gallagher. Uh, okay. he's, tweet, he's tweeted this morning that Chris Whitty is getting on my titty. He needs a slap. Oh. So Liam seems to be veering into Ian Brown territory now. It seems regarding the coronavirus and lockdown. Oh, and all Chris sort of
0: Whitty. Thing. All he's doing is he's he's the government stooge, isn't he? Well, no, I goes, know, stand I up know. there. Can
1: do you reckon? I reckon I he know. knows I shit. Know, I,
0: I, I, He's not I to have see never it. once, I haven't watched a single, right from when this all started back in March last year, I've never seen one of those press conferences they do. Nah. So I'm aware of what happens uh, vaguely through mm. osmosis, because everyone's writing Is about it on Twitter, yeah. or people talk about it. I, I don't know what Chris Rottie sounds like. Right. I don't watch the news. Right. I don't, I don't, I just don't, I mean, I'm aware of stuff. But not I'm not watching it firsthand.
1: Witty is 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 quite a sort of subdued kind of nervous figure. Um <laughs> I'm not and surprised. If, if, if any of them involved in this is gonna go rogue and reveal mad shit that the government have been suppressing, it's gonna be Witty, I think. He's been well, on he's been killed. on He's been on Radio Four, he's been doing the rounds on the media this morning, he's been on Radio Four, and apparently he was like saying, um, if anyone is thinking about going out for a takeaway coffee or meeting up for any with with a with one friend for a socially mm. distanced walk like you're allowed to, it says my advice to you would be do not do it. Wow. He's like kind of saying, you know, fuck everything, just stay in.
0: Don't wow. this
1: stuff you're allowed to do, fuck that. Because you know
0: Just don't it, do any of it. Because it
1: creates risk. Even if it's low risk, it's still risk. He's just yeah. said do nothing. But Liam Gallagher's not having it, because obviously Liam Gallagher is, is the king of the beer garden. He wants
0: to get out and do some Liam gallagher He's the in. king
1: of the beer garden, isn't he? He's the crown prince of the beer garden, and uh, that's is where that he wants he to be. Um, I think. So, uh, yeah, Liam Gallagher, fuck off. Again. At least it's not violence against women this time, because yeah. he threatened to slap the Spice Girls in 97 at the Brits. Um, and, of course, he was photographing his hand around his girlfriend's throat that time. Anyway.
0: Well, the, the Spice Girls would have kicked the shit out of him. I well, wouldn't probably. fight the Spice Girls. In Ninety-seven,
1: would you? yeah, with those big fucking boots they used to wear.
0: Yeah, and, and they all seemed quite fit and active, and mm. he was like always off his face, permanently drunk. Pissed up, yeah, and high. Yeah, he didn't look like he could handle himself at all. Whereas the Spice Girls, fuck me, can you imagine? Sporty Spice should be doing all roundhouses Brando and cartwheels stuff, yeah. and all the rest of it. Exactly. Jerry's the sort of person who just stick the nut on you. That's yeah. it. Bang, you're out of the game
1: like that um that footage of the uh kung fu monkey that our good friend producer Mark sent us on WhatsApp the other day
0: did you yeah. get a look at that no i didn't quite look i didn't look at it properly that was good the best thing i've seen is on a, there was a discussion that broke out on the iron filings um unofficial facebook group on uh facebook and it's and it was someone trying to be controversial said i think mm. that the I think that the um I think that the Mr Blobby is in fact just something for the ninety seven per cent. Yeah? That's what he said. Okay. And and then a bit of a discussion broke out around that because some people didn't like it. I was like, look, mate, all I had to say about it was Look, Mr Blobby is a double mad cunt and yeah. some people can't handle that and some people can. Mm. I'm not gonna get the ump with him. We're not liking Mr Blobby, but the good thing about it was was that a discussion broke out and it resulted in people um sharing more clips of Mr Blobby. Now nothing will ever surpass Mr Blobby's entrance onto This Morning no. Which we which is the clip I've watched more than anything ever and I only first discovered it a few months ago. <laughs> but this one is a close second. I would say me and Len watched it about twenty times this morning mm. in bed and I watched it like about 100 times over the weekend (laughs) someone shared it and it's very simple it is just a um, Mr Blobby is walking through a supermarket with a trolley and it's (laughs) (laughs) already (laughs) yeah already already. you know what happens next the thing is what's mad about it is is that no one has uh, there's there's no one else in the aisle that he is walking down and it's a really wide aisle like you get in supermarkets but at the end of this aisle, to one side, <laughs> is, is one it, of is those it, huge...
1: Gonna, is it a pyramid of beans?
0: <laughs> no, it's a pyramid of toilet rolls. And you guessed it.
1: Health and safety.
0: Blobby, <laughs> the silly bastard, he's got no one to walk around. There are no <laughs> obstacles in his past. It's a massive thing. And he just fucking walks straight into it. Brilliant. And knocks the whole thing over. I cannot stop watching this clip. It is so funny. Because you just sort of think, Blobby, mate what the fuck are you on? A, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. The bloke who wrote this comment and is Craig Dulligan. He's written unpopular opinion. Mr. Blobby is pure 97% shy. <laughs> yeah. Again. Um You know, listen, I know why he thinks it. And some people are, and the person who shared the clip is called Alan Gibson. Right. And if you go on to top Light time, she and i filing society podcast group where I think, yeah, if you're not a member yet, they have to be accepted or something.
1: You have to answer a question or wonderful. something to get on it, don't you? You've got to answer to a quiz.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I like and, that. I, and, yeah, I mean, I've watched this clip so many times that me and Len actually found ourselves watching it really closely to see what was in Blobby's trolley that he's pushing <laughs> along. I can't see it all, but even what's in his trolley is funny. He's got a massive box of PG tips, because <laughs> that's Blobby's favourite tree. And he's got quite a few, I think, quite a few of those bottles of water, the small ones that you just carry around with right, you, yeah, walking yeah. around, water. Interesting stuff. Little glimpse into Blobby's sort of the the Blobby you don't see,
1: the Blobby diet almost,
0: the Blobby diet, and just that like Blobby, <laughs> like everyone else, when he's not Blobbying, he's he has to live.
1: Well, you've got to wonder what he consumes to keep him in Blobby shape. Do you know what yeah.
0: I mean? Might be his metabolism. To be fair to him. Yeah, I mean, t- to be honest, the trolley looks reasonably healthy. You'd expect it to be just full of like blomonds and jelly and yeah. jammy dodgers and that—just party food, basically. <laughs> it's but nice. Water, PG tips, reasonably healthy stuff. To be honest, I think there's a jar of oh, there's a jar of Gold Blend instant coffee. Kick my just quite adult, more <laughs> adult than you would imagine. Do you know what I mean? He probably, an adult he probably shopping trolley.
1: tips out half of the jar of instant coffee and then fills it up with boiling water and just drinks that and that keeps him hyper
0: <laughs> the whole day. And then he squirts some squirty cream on top. Yeah. <laughs> Gulps the whole up down.
1: But the thing Lovely with Blobby stuff. is the, the thing with Blobby is that it's anarchy and it's the kind of anarchy that you love when you're a kid. And you can't you can't what? let yourself yeah. grow out of that. You want to see people pushing shopping trolleys into
0: I I, I think that kind of anarchy uh, is more attractive to me the older I get. Yeah. Because if you think of it, when you're a kid, anarchy is something that you're engaged in on a daily basis to one degree or another. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When you're a kid, you're constantly testing boundaries and you can get away with a a hell of a lot more because you're a kid, so people forgive shit a lot of the time, right? Mm. But when you get older and you're... Um, chained down by society's shackles, yeah. something that yeah. we have, we like to discuss. Um, anarchy seems more and more appealing. It's why people like cowboy films and gangster films and stuff like that, or listening to the hip-hoppers rapping about <laughs> all of the, the things <laughs> they r- get r- up rapping to. Rapping their swear words. Rapping yeah. their swears, right? Yeah. Because it, gives, it makes you think, these are grown people who thought, do you know what? Fuck society's rules mm-hmm. and conventions. I'm going to do it my own way. I've got right. another
1: great example of it. There was a, a fantastic uh, tribute to Bobby Ball on ITV mm. over Christmas. Uh, mm. still on the ITV hub, I think. And I can't remember who it was, but someone was on there, a comedian was saying, Bobby Ball was just like a god when you were a kid because he yeah. was just basically anarchy personified. Yeah. And he was, he was just like, misbehaving. This. Yeah. yeah. And, but he was a grown up and he was yeah, doing yeah. the sort of stuff you'd want to do if you were a grown up. Yeah. And it, it's honestly. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think that's very attractive.
1: There's, there's. It wasn't on the tribute, but there's a fantastic sketch uh from the Cannon and Ball show with Rick Mill as a guest star oh, on yeah. it, and that's yeah, on I've YouTube. Seen it, yeah. Oh, it is so good because they've got these two yeah. anarchic forces joining together and f- yeah. battling against each other. It is fucking brilliant. Yeah, but uh the Bobby Ball tribute was really good on ITV Hub. Go and watch that. Um.
0: But the the other thing to say about Blobby is that, as someone else pointed out on this discussion on Facebook, is that people associate it... The reason you might think, ah, oh, Blobby, 97%, is because he was on Noel's House Party. And Noel's yeah. House Party was quite a 97% show.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: Because it was Noel Edmonds, yeah. right? It was very mainstream. I mean, now no, I would say now Noel Edmonds is well outside the mainstream. street. <laughs> He's a large figure. Yeah. <laughs> no, Noel Evans is more and more 3% with each passing year, right? <laughs> but in those days, you just thought, oh, he's like the, the, the ultimate kind of quite bland mainstream entertainer. Mm. This was the BBC's flagship Saturday tea time show. Mm-hmm. Dave Lee, Travis and Cheggers and all of that sort of stuff. And Blobby just seemed like quite an unimaginative way of filling time on it. Like you sort of thought, they haven't even bothered to think of a better name than Mr. Blobby. They just thought, let's make a man. He's, he looks like a blob. What should we call him? Mr. Blobby. But was he not? he, He was
1: originally meant to be a children's TV character, wasn't he? And it was for the gotchas where he first started. Right, And the, the the celebrities who were being gotcha were doing some kind of children's show or light entertainment show. And this oh, bloody yeah. character came in and caused havoc. And that was what fucked yeah. everything up. But then it just got so popular so quickly that Overkill a kicked of in. He life his own. And then mm-hmm. before you knew it, he's number one in the Christmas charts. He's number one in the And everything. And it got out but of hand. The
0: thing is, if you, if, if you strip away all of that stuff that he's yeah. associated with, him, and that's why this bloke probably said, oh, it's a bit 97%, isn't it? But it's like, <clears> No. Because you need to look more closely yeah. at at Mr Blobby and what Mr Blobby's worldview is, right? Mm. And you just imagine him disassociating from all the other stuff. He he transcends Noel. He transcends Noel's house party. He yeah. transcends the BBC or any of the other stuff that he was associated with when he first became famous. Yeah. Mr Blobby is a force of nature, a phenomena. Yeah. He is absolutely fucking mad. He is the maddest cunt ever. And, you know, we talk about these people who go around trying to act like rebels, right, or mavericks. And I'm not joking, like, people that you said that... Like I know, I know. Like you, you, you're very suspicious. Let's say of Jim Morrison, right? Because Jim <laughs> yeah. Morrison had a contrived "I am the Lizard Self- King" Eddie, persona. Any
1: self-mythologizing cunt like that, yeah?
0: Yeah, and like Johnny Depp is like, "I'm so weird and yeah. quirky," right? And it's really frustrating. It's like, do you know what Keith Richards is the same? Keith Richards, is like, ha, 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 I've taken a load of drugs, or so fucking well done, you baby, right? Yeah, Mister Blobby is ten times the man. Any of you cunts will ever be. Definitely. Because he Definitely. is living out louder than any fucker. <clears throat> yeah. There is nothing contrived about him. And the other thing is, if you're real, if you don't hide anything about yourself, you're just like, this is who I am, fucking deal with it, then nothing can ever touch you, right? And that is Mr Blobby. It's like, like we were Johnny talking Depp, about
1: the other day. We were talking about the ego and the id. I don't know if it made it in the episode. Yeah. It might have been the bit that we lost. But, yeah. you know, Blobby is coming from his id. He's just himself. There's no artificial. There's no sheen. This
0: is it. Yeah. I'm not trying to be cool. I'm not, Mm. I know, I know what I am. I know I'm not attractive (laughs) in a conventional sense. Look at me. I'm a big fucking pink cunt with yellow spots, (laughs) right? And a massive bow tie and googly eyes, right? I, 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 there is nothing sophisticated or elegant about me. Nothing like that. I listen, I am what I fucking am. So let's just embrace it, right? Yeah. He doesn't tiptoe on... When he's invited on this morning, he doesn't go on, oh, I better fucking get a haircut and put my best suit on. And I better fucking, when they call me on, I better walk on and look all light as if, hey, I'm really comfortable about being here. It's normal to be on TV, right? He de- to be fair, look at me. I've been on this morning twice. He's and both up. times I received bands.
1: Yeah. Right? It's not easy, Why? is it?
0: It's not easy. Why? Maybe because I was trying to be someone that I wasn't really. Mm. Right. You're
1: trying to impress everybody, weren't
0: you? Trying to be controversial with yeah. my opinions, right? Trying to impress people. Blobby, <laughs> fuck that. Fucking, he's just fucking walked on, smashed a load of shit up, jumped on Maggie Philbin. <laughs> bang. <laughs> this is it, cunts. Deal yeah, with it. Take it or leave Living it. Living out yeah. loud.
1: Ban me. Ban me. Don't ban me. I don't give a fuck.
0: I don't give a fuck, mate i got a massive sideline out. I don't need the money because I'm licensing fucking Blobby merchandise, <laughs> aren't I? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how Blobby earns a living.
1: It's terrible that we've had to say it again, but we've said it again. There it is. Blobby is not of the uh, of the 97%. So don't
0: suggest that he is. Um, but I, to be fair to the lad who did, it, it started an interesting conversation. It remained quite civil. Mm. Um Someone, yeah, this is it. Craig Dulligan, do you know what he wrote at one point? He wrote, Blobby is basically Brexit in human form. I said, why? And then he tried to get satirical and said, he blunders in, no real clue or plan, ruins whatever he touches.
1: Well, he has yeah. got a clue that, and plan. That veers
0: into satire, which is something that we do not do.
1: He has got a on... clue and a plan. The clue and the plan is to fucking destroy everything.
0: Yeah, that gets in his yeah. way to reap fucking oh, so, havoc.
1: If, if you're if you're someone who um, fondly looks back at uh, Rod Hull and Emu on the Michael Parkinson <laughs> show
0: <laughs> and that kind of
1: conduct, then you've got to be in favour of Blobby as well because it's the same shtick. So, there you go. He's
0: just a fucking mad, uncontrollable cunt. The force who, of
1: nature, like you said, yeah.
0: Yeah, he just doesn't obey society's fucking stupid rules. Utterly <laughs> stupid fucking rules. has never murdered anyone. It. Yet. Right? Yeah. He's never threatened to slap the Spice Girls. Although, I would say... I wouldn't put it past the cunt if he'd been on telly with the Spice Girls in the 90s, which at some point he probably was worth <laughs> us having a look around for. It w- I wouldn't have put it past him attacking them, but in a jovial way.
1: Yeah. I'm I mean, now. he attacked
0: Philbin. You know? And she punched him off camera, didn't she? she? punched him, In yeah. that clip. I don't blame her. That's yeah. a prerogative. Schofield he went, must get punched a lot. Did
1: you, did you just punch him? And then Blobby, <laughs> Blobby fell to the floor. <laughs> in
0: mock <laughs> agony, There
1: doesn't appear to be any footage of Blobby and the Spice Girl. Spice Girls. There seems to be footage of Noel Edmonds dressed as a Spice Girl.
0: Uh, what that's one? He's dressed as Jerry
1: on Noel's house party. He's dressed as Baby, and he's got like a oh, pink crop top. That's really wrong. And he's got his beard, and he's on the phone to someone. Oh no! Uh, oh. This was just. This was when Noel was just fucking. Out of control, wasn't it? When House Party was just an unofficial terrorist wing of the BBC, <laughs> he, was like
0: him. Him. he really had gone like he. It, the, the problem was he had too much power, yeah, he could get away with anything, and he just wanted to push the boundaries further and further and further. Uh,
1: but it's great, though, it's great. It's a greatest story of the 20th century.
0: What, <laughs> no Mr. Blobby? No, no leopards. Oh, yeah, no, no Yeah. <laughs> well, he's in New Zealand now because after, you know, that I did that interview with him, I think it was the year before last. It mm. um, only seems like yesterday. And I've tried for various reasons to keep in touch mm. um, because we, we got on quite well. Yeah. We had, you know, our dinner in Edinburgh went on quite late and we, yeah. we seemed to get on quite well, but... Uh, he's he, he soon afterwards he fucked off to New Zealand. Wow! And
1: saw which way I the don't wind know was what he's there, up didn't he? to there, but yeah, you are. He saw which way the wind was blowing, didn't he? Gone to the safest place on earth, hasn't
0: he? Yeah, I don't know what he's got planned. He's out there, but I feel like he's building a bunker and planning <laughs> some sort of big reveal, like like a James Bond baddie,
1: some kind of post-COVID comeback.
0: I feel like he's got like a volcano that he's bought in New Zealand <laughs> and he's having his face chiselled into the side of it like, he's giga- like a gigantic yeah. rendition of his face.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, be nice. um, he's biding his time, let's say. But yeah, yeah not- we'll keep a close eye on him.
1: He always is. He always is. Um, that's it from this one, Sam. We didn't yeah. get round to looking at Nicholas Ajula's predictions. Let's see if we can get through the whole year by promising to look at Nicholas Adjula's predictions and never getting round to it.
0: Yeah, that'll okay, be an achievement, wouldn't like like it? Good, good it's nice to fun, know yeah. we've,
1: we've got that full background in case we ever run out of anything to talk about.
0: Yeah, could but happen.
1: that's it from this week. From this week. From this episode, we've got loads of other stuff coming up this week on the Iron Phalanx Society. And if you're not the Iron Fan Society, you can hear what we did nine months ago. Um, thanks <laughs> a lot. Uh,
0: goodbye. Thank you so much.